Podcast Answer Man, episode number 362. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey there, Mike Stelzner from the Social Media Marketing Podcast, and you're listening to Cliff Ravenscraft, the world's number one authority in the world of podcasting. He's the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is, my, this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to taking your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friends. It does not matter if you are brand new to this online content creating world or if you have been creating online content for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we do in life to the next level. All right, my friends, I am so excited to be here today, and I am excited to tell you that after several weeks of back-to-back not having enough time for show preparation today, I have a list of topics pre-prepared for you. In fact, let me just go ahead and share with you real quickly uh, what I have uh, in store for you in this episode so you can kind of get a feel for whether or not this is going to be something you want to hang out for the whole, let's say, an hour uh, that we'll spend together this week. Anyway, I'm going to talk about the uh, uh, something that's excited, exciting about the podcasts app, the official app, Apple application for podcasts in iOS 8 coming up. Some very exciting news that I think that you as a podcast cons- uh, consumer, well, actually, uh, really, uh, you know what? Even if you're not a podcast producer yourself, every podcast producer should be extremely excited about it. And even those of you who are just consumers of content, uh, podcast content, you should be excited about this too because uh, it's just going to make podcasting spread that much further. If you want to know more about that, I'll be talking about that in just a second. I'm also going to explain the echo in my studio right now. I know that some of you don't hear it and some of you do hear it. I'll explain why it's here and what I intend to do about it eventually and when, how long that'll take for me to get that taken care of. And then I'm also going to remind you about uh, a certain conference that I will be keynoting at in August in Dallas. I'm going to tell you about another conference coming up in the UK for those of you who may be on the other side of that pond. And of course, I will give you in this episode three different ways that you can actually see all written reviews of your podcast in all countries. Hmm. I will also mention real quickly uh, my very first impression of Pat Flynn's new smart podcast player that is currently in a private beta. And I will also tell you about a service that I recently heard about called Fanscribed. And uh, I'm going to try to cover all of that in today's episode. Now, the first thing that I want to mention right out of the gate here is iOS version 8 is going to be released later this year. It was announced at the WWDC or Worldwide Developers Conference for Apple just a couple weeks back. Uh, It was actually on, I think, Monday, June 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, uh, they announced that that's going to come out later this year. And they have a open beta for anybody who wants to be a developer. Anybody can sign up to be a developer with Apple. And there are several people 
within my community who are in on this beta application. Now, I'm not going to mention any names because I do know that as a developer, uh, you are not supposed to disclose too much information about what you're seeing inside of inside of that beta program. But I have people who have told me that, and I've actually had several people now tell me that in the second revision of the it's beta, you know, iOS beta two, that the podcasts application made by Apple is now no longer an optional download after you purchase. Instead, it is gonna be one of those applications that is a factory default install for every single iOS device that will run iOS 8. That means that, let's just think about, all. first of all, did you guys know there are literally over 1 billion, or is it almost 1 billion? Is it 800,000? Anyway, there's almost or over 1 billion with a B iOS devices out there. And a lot of those will be eventually within the next year running iOS 8. And what how things work now is that when you, let's just say you have iOS 7 or you had iOS 6, you could get the Apple Podcast app. In fact, when you bought when you bought an iOS device, such as an iPhone or an iPad, what would happen would be you would have a phone or an iOS device, and it comes with your calendar, it comes with your mail app, the weather, you know, various different applications. But it did not come with pre-installed the podcasts application. Now, what would happen is if you were to go to the app store on your iOS device, it would give you the very first thing, a notification that says, hey, we at Apple have a whole slew of free applications that we recommend that you download for your device. There were like iBooks and some other crazy stuff, but then they had the Podcasts app. And there were literally millions of people who downloaded those. And when they started doing that, we saw a huge rise, a a spike in the amount of people who um, started noticing podcasting and and they they started subscribing to our, our shows. It was pretty darn awesome. Well, the thing is, though, is it was just an optional thing. And if people didn't know about it or anything like that, they didn't know what was going on. They were just eager to go maybe find an app. They might close that window and it may or may not ever pop up again. And so there are literally millions upon millions of of iOS devices that even though Apple has this amazing podcasts app, and by the way, it is my favorite app. It is the podcast app that I use for all my podcast subscriptions. And so anyway, there's millions and millions and millions of these devices and people out there that don't have this app. However, when you with iOS 8, if this beta 2, if it, it actually comes out the way that is shown in beta 2, there is no ability to, it will automatically come in pre-installed and there will be no way for you to delete the application. So like right now, I could go in, I could delete the podcast app off of my iPhone. But it will not be able to be deleted, at least if, you know, what is seen in iOS uh, 8 beta 2 
comes to fruition. And this is huge. That means this application is not going anywhere. The only way that people will be able to get rid of the podcast app or will be able to ignore the podcast app is if they actually manually hold it down and move it into like a, a folder somewhere or move it off to a, a screen way off in their, you know, their various number of screens so they don't see it. Kind of like what I do with the stocks app and a couple other applications that Apple pre-installs that they don't allow me to email. But what this does is it forces people to recognize the app's existence. And this is huge, my friends. So th- this is something I'm very excited about. I think that as a podcast producer, you should be excited about this too. When when you see iOS 8 come out and it's actually officially launched where anybody in the world can go and, and upgrade to it and start it and, and they start to have iPhone, what is it, iPhone 6s come out where it's pre-installed and some of the new iPads that'll come out with iOS 8 pre-installed, my friends, you should see some increased numbers in your your downloads as a result of that. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Now, as a consumer, I think you should also be excited as well because it just means that um, more and more podcasters are going to have more and more subscribers. You're going to have more and more content to listen to because what I can tell you is that there is a percentage of people who learn about podcasts, fall in love with them, subscribe to them, fall in love with them, become, you know, their lives are changed by them. And then as a result, uh, they actually, some of them desire to become a podcaster themselves. So your favorite podcast two years from now is likely going to be created by somebody who learned about podcasting for no other reason than the fact that I, or that the podcast's app from Apple was pre-installed on their device. That's pretty darn awesome. And I know this for a fact because I know the number of people who are in my A to Z courses who tell me I found out about podcasting six months ago or eight months ago or two years ago because of the podcast app. So when it told me that I could download this group of applications. So very, very exciting stuff. Thank you guys. And also, by the way, this is on MacRumors.com as well. I think the, the story was. And um, yeah, so thank you. Uh, for those of you, and you know what, actually, since, you know what, I can tell you, Troy Heinrichs was the person who originally brought this to my attention, and I will tell you that because it was actually, he he actually told me he found it thanks to MacRumors.com. <clears throat> All right, so uh, the next thing I want to talk about real quickly, I'm not going to dwell on this, but it is the Echo in my new studio. I got uh, my great friend Mike Stelzner sent me an email after I released episode 361 last week and said, hey, you know, I just want to let you know, I I hear a little echo in there. And in the original recording of 361, I made a big deal about the echo. Um, Some of, well, those of you who listened to last week's episode know that I actually re-recorded, I I did like an entire take two uh, of episode 361. But in the original recording that was recorded live on Thursday last week, I spent a lot of time talking about my new studio and the Echo, and one of the things that kept happening is people are in the chat room saying, I don't even hear the Echo, and, and I even have hair buds on, and I don't hear the Echo, and, and, and stuff like that. So when I re-recorded, I didn't actually even mention the Echo, uh, but the Echo is here. I hear it right now. Uh, it should not nearly be as bad this week as it was last week, um, but, it, it, but it's still at a level that I'm, it's something that I personally know that I want to address. And one of the things that I will be doing to address that is that I am going to be purchasing 
some audio acoustic sound absorption panels. These are panels that are made of a certain material. So basically, it's kind of like a wood frame. Uh, you know, you can have this wood frame, and then inside of it, you have this material that is known to actually not, not just reflect, uh, or not reflect, but re- absorb audio. Hold on one second. I'm back. I, I apologize. I had to pause so I could take a drink of water and get some kind of uh, thing in my throat that's stuck there. And it happens every week that I do podcast answer that, man. I'm perfectly fine the rest of the week, and I go to record the show, and there's uh, something right there. And and by the way, it doesn't happen when I'm doing Family from the Heart either. It, it's odd. Anyway, uh, sound absorption panels. It's this material, and it kind of, I you know, when I, my wife and I attended this church that was in a gymnasium for a while, or not a gymnasium, but a, a high school theater, and their entire uh, the walls, the left wall and the right wall, big, huge space. They were lined from the top of the ceiling all the way down to the floor. They had these big, gigantic panels that was made of this material. And of course, it has a fabric that kind of the audio can pass through and um, that, that kind of, you know, is decorative or or come or it can be just a certain color. Anyway, they had these panels and what would happen was you know, you'd walk into this big, huge auditorium, and it's not echoey at all. It sounds really acoustically. It sounds really great. And um, if you, no matter where you sit in this place, there's just no echo. What would happen though is I would oftentimes sit up against the wall, like I would sit in the seat right next to these panels, and it would always mess with my mind because I would listen to the music that's being played or that's going on live, and I hear it really loud and clear in my left ear, but it sounds like almost like, you know when you get water stuck in your ear and it's kind of, things are muffled in your right ear or in one of your ears, and you kind of need to like get that water drained and kind of pop, you know, unpop your ear? It felt like that every single time I sat next to the wall because it had these big panels, and it was what was going on is it was absorbing the audio and would not let it reflect and back into my ear, you know? And so what I would do is I'm sitting next to the wall and I would turn my head left and then I could hear the, you know, the audio in both ears. But if I turned straight or turned right, um, it, 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 it was much, it was much noticeably less audible in my right ear as a result of those sound absorption panels. And so that is exactly what I plan on doing with this space. Now, last Thursday, I sent out an email to a friend of a friend and uh, I have not heard back. And if I don't hear back, probably within the next day or two, I think I'm just going to take matters into my own hands. And uh, I'm going to order these panels and just stick them uh, all over the place in, in my new studio space and in my workout room. But uh, anyway, it, it's probably going to you know, echoes obviously here today for those who can hear it and those who can't. That's cool. Um, and, uh, it will probably be here for the next, at least the next one to two weeks. And, uh, hopefully by the third week, the, 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 that echo will be gone. All right. Uh, let's see here. Next topic. I want to remind you guys, if you haven't heard of it already, uh, the podcast movement conference is coming up in Dallas, Texas, this August 16th and 17th. I'm going to be there. I'm going to, I think I'm going to be the closing keynote is how I'm currently scheduled which is very exciting. I, I'd love to be able to, I've been thinking about the fact that I'm the closing uh, keynote and, and the kind of message that I want to 
leave, you know, that, that I want people to leave with, I guess, as they're, you know, they're, you know, Hey, you're going to go out and create this great content. Here's what can, this is what can you can do with it. But if you have not made the decision to come, I hope you will. Uh, and, and uh, I see that Eric Fisher is going to be there. You guys know he's the, co- he's one of my regulars on here. He's our social media correspondent here for podcast answer man and GSPN. And, uh, I know a, a probably at least, at least a hundred people that I'm pretty close to online uh, that are all going to be there. And we would love to see you at the podcast movement. Now, I, Annabelle's there. She's, she's in our chat room. A bunch of people are going to be there. And I'm, I'm looking at the live chat room as I'm recording today. Anyway, it's coming up August 16th and 17th. Now, here's the deal. My 18th wedding anniversary is on August 17th. And my wife, this will be a, a, a conference my wife will not be attending with me, which is kind of odd. She's, um, we've made a habit of having her travel with me quite a bit to these conferences lately, but she will not be attending this one. Uh, for I think there's some kind of stuff going on with school getting ready to go back in session or something like that. But uh, by the way, I will be in at the platform conference in Nat in uh, November in let's see, platform conference is November in where is that? Colorado Springs, Colorado. Anyway, so I'll be there as well, and Stephanie will be there for the platform conference. But anyway, August sixteenth and seventeenth, it is going to be an amazing event. Um, I know it's a it's the very first time the guys that are putting this conference together that they've ever done a conference before. I realize, you know, that you know, I, I believe the guys are competent to put something together, but regardless of of what kind of snafus may come from their their first run at trying to organize everything, the quality of the actual people that I know that will be there, this is gonna be an amazing time that you do not want to miss out on. As an aspiring podcaster or as an existing podcaster, I really encourage you, again, if you haven't made the decision to go, you should. And uh, I do have an affiliate link now. If you go to podcastanswerman.com slash podcastmovement, all one word, you can uh, sign up and I, I hope to see you there. All right. And also, my friends Mike and Isabella Russell are putting together another conference that are, is also happening uh, at the same exact time for those who are in the UK, you know, there's a lot of folks who said, you know, gosh, we've made a lot of trips recently uh, and there's this big podcasting conference. Man, I, I we really want to have something for folks in the UK. And so guess what? You can. And in fact, I'm going to play this promo for you. UK Pod 14. UK Pod 14. 16th of August, Birmingham, UK. Europe's first podcasting conference this decade. Bringing world class speakers to empower you on a business and personal level. Jason Van Orden. John Busco. Joseph Bushnell. Colin Gray. And many more. In a day packed with internet marketing tips, podcast technology reviews, and strategic content creation ideas for those who would like to grow their business potential using the power of podcasting. Plus, get a chance to mix with the speakers and other like-minded entrepreneurs at the VIP Evening Party. Event sponsors include Adobe Audition, Creative Cloud, Spreaker, and Music Radio Creative. UK Pod 14. On a mission to create the next generation of thought leaders in the new media age. UKpodcasters.com slash 2014. UKpodcasters.com slash 2014.
Well, there you go, my friends. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of wish I could go to that one, too. If I could, if they weren't happening at the same time, I would definitely book my flight over to the UK. I've never been to the UK before, and that would be a perfect excuse. So if that's closer for you or more appealing, then uh, I certainly encourage you to go check it out. All right, so the next thing that I want to tell you about uh, is three different ways that you can actually go in and see every written review for your podcast. Three different ways that you are able to actually get notified of all of your written reviews for your podcast from all countries. Now, let me first set this up by telling you that if you have ever gone into uh, iTunes to look for your podcast and you've gone in and read your reviews, there's a good chance that you may not be aware of the fact that you're not seeing all of your reviews. You could go through and filter page by page by page, or if you're a brand new podcast, you maybe only have one or two pages, or maybe even only one or two written reviews. But anyway, if you have whatever you have there, if you've you you if you've gone through and you've seen what you think is everything you might be surprised to know that you actually have more reviews written reviews about your podcast than what you are seeing and that and the reason for this is because apple has a different version of the itunes store/directory for every well not every country but almost every country at least at most all big countries and i mean there's lots of them i mean I don't know if I had to guess maybe 50, 60 stores. I should have looked that up. But anyway, it, it's it's an insane number of stores. So if I wanted to actually go into iTunes and, and look up my podcast, I'd have to do that. And then I would go and click on written reviews and I could sort them by most recent and go all the way back. And what would happen would be I'd see all the U.S. reviews. Anybody who has the U.S. store, and that's what they're using for iTunes, then I could do that. Now, if I wanted to see what my friends in Canada are saying about my show, then I actually have to go back to the iTunes store and scroll all the way down to the bottom, the footer of iTunes. And there's a little flag that shows the American flag, and I have to click on that. And then it gives me the list of the other countries, stores of other countries, and I can click on that, the, the let's just say Canada, and then once I click on Canada, I actually have to type in a search for my podcast again, and then I, I can click on reviews and I see the reviews that are made in Canada. Now, if I want to do Australia, I actually have to go back down to that flag, click on it, choose Australia, do a search. You get the idea. And I'd have to do that for every single country. That is craziness, right? Well, there used to be a piece of software that was only available to Mac users. And it was called CommentCast. And that's all one word, comment cast. And that software could have been found at the time at M-A-R-T-I dot C-A, I think. Um, let, me, let me look it up real quick. M-A- yeah, it's Marty dot C-A, M-A-R-T-I dot C-A. And the, actually, the website's still there. But it, if you look at the bottom, it actually says currently not available for sale. But what this did allow you to do, and I actually have this software. I don't know if it still works. Probably doesn't work anymore. Uh, but anyway, I had the software, and I punched in all of my podcasts. It was a, like a one-time fee, which I think was great. Um, it was a one-time fee, 
and you were able to install all your podcasts in there, or if you had an iPhone app, or if you had uh, a, a book in the iBook store, and anything, anything in the store that had written reviews, you could have punched them in. Anyway, it would download them all into your into this database, and it would display them, and it would tell you what countries they're from, and all this stuff. There's a lot of sorting, sorting and stuff like that. It was a really cool piece of software. And you can open up the software and refresh it and get all the new stuff that's been there since the last time. It, it was it was just awesome. And it was only available to Mac users. And we Mac users loved it all the time, using, using it all the time. Now, um, Eric Timmer is in the chat room. He says, iTunes has an API that allows you to grab them all. And Eric's absolutely correct. And if you are a web developer with any sort of skills, which, by the way, I am not, uh, you probably can write a program to go in and grab all of those all of those written reviews. In fact, I wonder if my friend, uh, let's see here, what's his name? Uh, um, give me one second. It is Reagan Starr. I wonder if he is interested in creating one that would uh, would be there. But anyway, there's a couple competing services out there that I want to tell you about. So first of all, uh, let me tell you about one that was created by a friend of mine, actually, uh, Daniel J. Lewis over at the Audacity to Podcast podcast. He created a service called MyPodcastReviews.com. Again, MyPodcastReviews.com. And he actually created a premium service for getting these reviews. So what he has created as a service is you go in and you find your podcast or you add your podcast and it will immediately go in and it will download every review from every country and send that to you in an email. Okay. And then for $5 per month for one show or for one podcast, you pay $5 a month and every week or however frequently I think that there might be other frequency options. But anyway, for $5 a month for one podcast, <clears throat> once a week or however often, you can get an email update with the most recent episode. So like once a week, you know, any new reviews that are created since the last time it sent me an email, it will send me an email with those newest reviews. And I think this is a great, I think it's a great offering. And uh, for $5 per month, for one podcast, it's you know it's pretty affordable for somebody who's you know at least at my level of podcasting is is going to be able to do that, you know, and, and people who are extremely serious about their uh, their their shows that you know that that might even be something there, and of course it helps support the developer and future development of that if there's several people out there. Um, now the thing is, is with my podcast reviews, if you have more than one podcast, I know I have more than one. In fact, I have thirty different shows um the, if you have he, he has a service plan for $15 a month you can do up to you can do up to 5 podcasts and for $25 per month you can do up to 10 podcasts and he doesn't have any plan for you know crazy insane people like me that have 30 podcasts and you know to be honest with you you know when it can, when you get into 5 podcasts $15 a month $25 a month you, I understand the value of getting those reviews. That's a little pricey, but again, it, it it's not it's not um, it's not crazy if you're really interested in getting these reviews, which obviously help you 
uh, increase your rankings inside of iTunes. The more recent reviews you have, uh, the the higher ranking you go. Uh, that's one of the factors anyway. And of course, a lot of people and a, a good friends of mine in their podcast, they may take a moment to thank the three to five people or however many people recently left a written review on their show. Uh, and this is a great way for them to be able to see that from every single country. And I think that's pretty cool. I have it emailed. Really, really nice uh, service. So, uh, that that's Daniel J. Lewis it, uh, has put that together, together over at mypodcastreviews.com. Now, if you want to, there now, of course, Daniel's, I think what's unique about Daniel's is it's actually going to give you all of your reviews uh, from every country in that first initial email, and then it will just give you the new ones out coming up. Now, the remember I told you about Cometcast, the former Mac-only software, well, that the the programming of that they they shut down the software, and the guy a guy named I think Scotty took it over, and he actually converted it, this whole idea and this service over from Cometcast, and he created uh, ReviewCast. By the way, um, let's see here. Does Cometcast stop? Okay, so Adam is actually saying in the chat room uh, that. Um, Cometcast is actually still working, and Ryan says the great same thing. So those of us who got Cometcast, that's great. I have not used it in a while, so uh, but it is great to know that it is uh, working. And of course, Ryan, I agree with what he's saying in the chat room. He says as long as iTunes doesn't change that IP, that API or how it works, it will certainly work. And of course, Eric is showing uh, replace the ID. You can actually put in uh, itunes.apple.com slash rss slash customer reviews slash id equals your id number slash xml and that's actually going to pull in your um, reviews in an rss feed so that's pretty cool as well um, i haven't tested that out but uh, eric thank you for that information so that that Gosh, that would be really awesome if you could pull them all that that way in via RSS. So anyway, but anyway, getting back to Cometcast, it was taken over by this guy named Scotty, and he created uh, a, a similar service, but it's for web version, uh, just like Daniel's is web version. My podcast reviews is all on the web, um, and so is this new ReviewCast, and you can find it at ReviewCast.io. It's free, as far as I can see. And you can actually go in and search for your podcast and it will send you the most recent 25 reviews from all of these stores around the world. So you type in, you find your podcast and um, it will email you the most recent 25. Now, of course, if you don't get more than 25 reviews per week, then this is a free solution for you as well. And... Uh, Let's see here, but it won't automatically email you and look nice is what Eric says. So that's another feature of um, of Daniel's. So yeah, absolutely. Now, what I'm going to do here in just a moment, I'm going to pause this and I'm going to actually check out that uh, that RSS feed and put it in an RSS reader and see what it looks and how many it gives me. But uh, before I do that, let me just finish saying though, what's cool about this uh, reviewcast.io, it's absolutely free. I put in my, I searched for my show and had it send it to my email. But not only that, but I can actually search for reviews of other shows. Now, I haven't done this up till now. I don't know if I'll have time to do it in the future. But let's just say I'm, I'm creating a podcast about whatever niche topic. 
And I wanted to see what other people are saying about other podcasts in my niche area. You know, maybe somebody's complaining about something's not getting covered enough or something's, you know, something's annoying them or something's great about their show and what they love about those shows. So if I wanted to, I could go in with reviewcast.io and for free, I can get the most recent 25 comments or written reviews on a number of other shows within my niche. And I think that's a pretty cool idea as well. And you can get that at reviewcast.o. Now, again, Eric Timmer is in my chat room. I'm going to pause the recording for just a moment while I go check this RSS feed. I'm going to put it in uh, Feedly and... Um, that might give me everything I need. So let me check that out. Okay, so I am back, and um, here's a couple things about this RSS feed version of your reviews. Uh, again, we're working with folks in the chat room, uh, and Eric Timmer actually told me about, again, it's um, it's http colon slash slash itunes.apple.com slash rss slash customer reviews slash ID equals, and then it's your podcast ID number, slash XML. Now, I just did this, I put it into Feedly. Feedly, for whatever reason, starts out only showing me the most recent six entries, and the first, the most recent entry is, of course, the description of my podcast. Anyway, it looks to me like that's going to be great, and I went ahead and added that, so uh, anytime there's a new uh, review in that feed, I'm sure I'll get a I'll get a notification in my RSS reader, which is really cool. But the one thing we can't figure out, oh, and before I get into what we can't figure out, what the other thing that I noticed is that when I put when I put that uh, URL for the XML file or the RSS feed inside, um, inside of Firefox, uh, I actually do see that I pretty much get everything within the last year because it does show my most recent one. Uh, from June 15th and, or no, June 8th, yeah, no, June 15th, I see it there. And uh, so I do see that. And of course, the other thing that I'm noticing here is in the Firefox preview, it's not showing me the name of the person who's leaving the review. Although WI Appraiser and David, although Feedly does. So the, the information is in there. And when I see it through Feedly, I do see it says PAM reviews by Guitar Sighted Alex, for example. So anyway, there it's interesting. Now the thing that um, it does show with the last, you know, it can pull it up to the last year's worth of stuff for Podcast Answer Man, and then um, it looks like you can do. Um, it says here, okay, so you can actually put in. Um, other countries by putting in their uh, code. So, for example, he gave us the example of you can do an RSS feed for each country. So, you have um, HTTP colon slash slash iTunes.Apple.com slash JP slash RSS and the rest. And the JP will show Japan, all the Japan store reviews and, and stuff like that. So, if I wanted to, I'd have to actually do an RSS subscription to every country that I want to attract, or you could just pay five bucks a month or 15 bucks a month or 25 bucks a month or whatever plan to mypodcastreviews.com or for free, you can always get go in manually and have an email pushed to you with the most recent 25 
So from uh, reviewcast.io. Anyway, so a lot of actually more than three ways that you can actually go in and see some various different uh, reviews for your podcast. I do encourage you to go and check out your written reviews of your podcast. I think it's a it's a healthy thing to do. Um, I will encourage you to definitely before you start getting into this, uh, grow some thicker skin uh, because you'll need it. Um, for example, uh, Wisconsin, I think, W-I, Wisconsin Appraiser says, seriously losing your way, Cliff. This show has always been the best resource for podcasting. Lately, not so much. Over the past few weeks, I've learned about your new house, television preferences, and two week t- uh, and a two-week tirade over some schmuck's blog post. Uh, let's see here. Please go back to podcast-specific info or start a new show all about your personal life so we can have the option of which content to listen to. So you do need to get a, th- a thicker skin. Of course, that's, uh, that's obviously WI Appraiser's uh, feeling about the most recent episodes of Podcast Answer Man, which even I shared. You know, I, I know that I've been distracted, but uh, I, I'm perfectly fine with where I've been and why I've been there and looking forward to getting back on track and starting with uh, today's episode. So anyway, but you, it's it's good to have the feedback. It's good to let pe- get a feel for what people are thinking about your show. Just realize there are some people like, I mean, WI, that that review right there, that is, that is, I think, some constructive feedback from his opinion. Um, and I do find a, a significant amount of value in what he's saying. Now, whether or not I want to create a show that is nothing but podcast information, eh. uh, do I want to go on two-week tirades all the time about you know some schmuck's blog post? Although I don't think that Spencer Hawes is a schmuck, and uh, I, I felt pretty good about covering that. And in fact, I, I've got hundreds of people who said that they loved the review of that. So, you know, you, you, you're not going to please everybody. And just know that when you go in and, and start looking at these reviews. But uh, very cool. So, again, if you want to, you can manually go look these up uh, using your iTunes app and go country by country. Uh, you can try that crazy uh, RSS feed if you want to do it that way. Uh, you can use reviewcast.io and, and get the most recent 25 of any show for free. Or you can pay five bucks a month for one of your podcasts or your podcast and get them emailed to you in a nice, uh, nice buttoned up designed way from my good friend over there at uh, my Dan- friend Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast. So anyway, wanted to share all that with you. Uh, one more topic here, uh, just real quick. Actually, two more topics. Uh, the next one I want to say, just share real quickly is my great friend Pat Flynn of SmartPassiveIncome.com recently launched the smart podcast player actually he didn't it's a it launched the beta i should say and it is a private beta for just the first 250 people who purchased the beta the license to access the beta <clears throat> i was one of those people of course you know pat offered to give it to me for free but i went ahead and paid for it and uh it's pretty exciting to see what he's trying to accomplish with this player it's a wordpress plugin that puts you know you can create a page and embed one player on this page and it gives people access to to your the episodes in the RSS feed in kind of a HTML5 very aesthetically pleasing looking um, podcast player and it's got some social sharing built in and stuff like that now 
Um, mine, it, you know, it, it's in beta. And one of the things that Pat did is when he was launching the beta, he's like, listen, guys, things are going to break. Uh, just be know that going in. It's, it's going to break. Uh, we're going to have lots of things with issues that we're going to need to fix, compatibilities and stuff like that. So just know that ahead of time. And that certainly was the case with mine. I, there's, there was some incompatibility with the Thesis 185 version that I'm running, and which is my theme. And uh, I had to put in some custom function code. And then there was a problem with my artwork. Uh, it, want, it wanted to throw my whole 1400 by 1400 image when it should have shrunk down to the size that it was supposed to be. And I had to put in some custom CSS that they gave me. And that gave me everything. But then I also have some kind of, you know, and there's a third bug that I haven't even haven't reported to the team yet. And I may not have time anytime soon. But uh, I have some special authentication uh, procedure happening on my server side to keep me from getting a denial of service attack. And of course, if I, I'm not going to tell you where you can find the player on my site because it's going to ask you for your username and password to authenticate uh, for whatever reason. And I'm just not going to give out that username and password. So, um, yeah. But anyway, it, 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 here's the deal. Um, I'm able to see it because I am able to authenticate and it looks really good and it you know it's 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 pretty cool um what i think you know of course um the question of course becomes where's the need for this and of course there's definitely a need for something a lot more attractive than what's recently been on the market for podcast players for your website but um you know where i think this would really shine and i know pat's eventually going to work on this uh, he's starting it out as a as a WordPress plugin. As far as WordPress is concerned, I kind of like the functionality of of you know just my one audio out player or your HTML fire player and and uh, you know just the standard little button that you click and hit play and and scrub through. Where I see this really shining as a possibility is once this might become something more than just a HTML five player or I'm I'm sorry a WordPress plugin player. Where I see this shining is back in the day, Odeo used to be able to do this. And a, and there were a couple other players where it was more JavaScript or it might, it's, I think back in the day it might have been even flash code, but I think JavaScript. Anyway, where you can actually go in and put just a JavaScript short code, kind of like what I do when I go to Aweber and I design my widget for my email subscription form for my sidebar. And then they just give me a little JavaScript shortcut and they say, here, put this in this code in a text widget on your uh, sidebar and our, our uh, opt-in form that you've just designed will show up there. And sure enough, it works. And that's what I would love to see with Pat's smart podcast player. And I think that's going to happen at some point down the road. I'm, I'm almost sure of it. I, it, may be, it may be six months. It may be a year. It may be two years. But I think ultimately it will come because I think that'll be such a huge demand uh, for people wanting that. And that way you could have an RSS feed anywhere and you could have a you could have a site over there at Squarespace if you wanted to. You could have a site on Blogger. You could have it on Tumblr. You could put you could just put that little JavaScript on any HTML based website or uh, blog service platform, whatever. You could put your player everywhere and it even if it's not WordPress, and I think that's going to be awesome. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, it, it it's it's cool. I just wanted to bring it up. I know a lot of you are among the 250 that purchased 
the 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 early access to this beta and uh you know it's it's kind of cool to see pat finally coming out with some more products that people can purchase because uh i know a lot of people have been anxious to to look for returning value back to him for all the value he's given to folks over the years all right next is and this is my final topic for this episode is fanscribed fanscribed.com i believe let me look real quick and make sure that is f-a-n scribed like a trans transcribed but it's fanscribed.com so again that's fanscribed.com and it's uh basically it says here and let me get back to my notes that it is supposedly the a free podcast transcription service now they emailed me gosh weeks ago months ago i can't even remember it had to have been months ago anyway they said uh, this is a free podcast transcription service. The Fanscribed transcription engine is a unique way to manage all aspects of creating an accurate written transcript of recorded speech using crowdsourced human workers. Here's how the FTE works. The transcript is first split into segments, usually 10 seconds in length. Then the transcript goes through five stages, each broken into many individual tasks. For example, there's transcribed. In each segment, each 10-second segment, every spoken sentence or sentence fragment is transcribed into text. Then there is stitching. At the edges of each of these fragments, the sentence fragments are bound together to complete the form sentences. Then there's a boundary given. The precise time code for each sentence is found. So that's how they actually combine these things together. Then there's cleaning it up. There's capitalization, punctuation, repetition, and other errors are corrected. Then there's a speaker. Then there's the speaker notification or identification. So they actually identify each of the sentences that are being spoken by who is the speaker. And after each of these tasks are completed, then another person is given that task to review it and make any needed changes. Once all of these stages are completed, you have an accurate, time-coded transcript for your podcast. Now, here's the deal. I think this is in beta, uh, and if you go over there, you can go to fanscribe.com, and at the bottom right-hand corner, you can click register a podcast, and it'll give you the email. You have to send an email to admin at fanscribed.com, Give them your RSS URL and permission to transcribe your content. I don't know how fast they uh, do this stuff. And it said, you know, everything that I got in the email originally says this is a free way to transcribe your podcast. And it mentioned how fans are involved. I, I have no idea who these human beings are that's doing this and what's going on. But anyway, um, I just submitted mine over there today. If you guys want to, you can transcribe, send yours over and see how long it takes or if you get into this this beta version of their of their program. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. It's something that I just learned about and uh sounds pretty exciting and and uh, I just wonder how can something like that remain free, but if it's crowdsourced, maybe if your community could be involved, like you have a let's just say you have a 1000 or 3000 or 5000 subscribers to your show and you get them involved in signing up to help you transcribe the show, maybe that would work out. I don't know what the service is. Maybe once I get in there and learn a little bit more about it. 
I'll certainly uh, share my experiences with you as I have them. If I get pulled in, but I'm I'm almost positive they personally reached out to me to invite me in, and I just never responded to their email, but I just now signed up for it. So there you go, my friends. Guess what? I am back into, I think, a good groove for Podcast Answer Man. I want to thank each and every one of you over the last couple of weeks that have been kind of putting up with my lack of show preparation. I I don't regret any of the content that I put out. Recently, even though some people uh, like W.I. Appraiser uh, has has shared that he's not too crazy about. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I appreciate those of you who have sent me some emails saying thank you for pushing through. Uh, somebody sent me a note today that says, you know, I, I really appreciate it, your shows when they're well prepared for and other things. But I really enjoyed the last couple of weeks where you kind of just pressed, pressed through. One other person, and maybe it's the same guy who wrote the written review, I um, said, you know, it, you're just promoting mediocrity. Whatever. Um, I'm creating the content that I want to create every single week, and I try to do it as consistently as possible, authentically, transparently, and sharing my life and experience with you guys. And I hope that I can entertain you, educate you, encourage you, and inspire you so that uh, we can all go out and create content that makes a difference in people's lives that has the possibility to help change people's lives for the better. That's why I do what I do. And it's, I, I hope, the reason why you do some of the things that you do with the content that you're creating online. Hey, I'm wrapping up my third week of podcasting A to Z. I have 30 students. So that means there's going to be a lot of brand new podcasts coming out here very soon. And uh, if you are interested in signing up for my next section of podcasting A to Z, it's coming up. Sep- it's coming up in September. That's right. No, no uh, session in July. No session in August. But uh, because of that, if you want to get into the September session, you want to sign up as soon as possible. Go over to podcastinga to zcom Again, that's podcastinga to zcom if you want to get into the September session. And of course, I want to say real quick, thank you to those of you who have been using my Bluehost affiliate link for signing up for your hosting account, the stressedoutcaregiver.com, guysandfood.com, entryleveleadership.com, armyofblacksheep.com, c10talk.com, which is c10talk, um, thehappybarkers.com, cleanweb.tv.com. All but two of those are podcasting A to Z students. But anyway... I thank you all for using my affiliate link with Bluehost. I do get a very generous commission when you do that. To get all my thoughts on hosting, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. Podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. Thank you. God bless. And until next time, take everything you do to the next level. Helping you to get the thing you do to the next level. Podcast Answer Man.